I wanted to share my journey about coming to rest and rebuild. My husband had gotten ill in January, and we started this journey of figuring out what was causing the pain and what was going on. We did all the tests. We did all the procedures. And on April 1st, we got the diagnosis that he had stage 3 pancreatic cancer. He left to be with Jesus on May 7th. I had not listened to any of the podcasts because I was caretaking him. And the morning that I did finally listen to one, it was the one about where Elisa had gone on a whitewater rafting trip with her son. And during the podcast, she talked about going through the hard to get to the other side. And just the sound of it, rest and rebuild, I just just resonated with me. I knew I needed to rest, and I knew that I only wanted to rebuild with Jesus. And so I went five weeks after my husband had left, and I was broken, and I was so lonely, and I was just so sad. But I knew that God would meet me there because I just knew it. I had that faith, and I knew that I was going to go through a hard, but I also know that I love being outside, and I love being in God's creation, and it was in the mountains. It was at Sky Ranch, and I wanted to see what God had there. As a matter of fact, in my room, I still have the picture they gave us of Jesus taking delight in each of us. It was a picture they gave us during a yoga exercise. There were so many opportunities, opportunities that met each one of us where we are, God has a plan for each one of us. He knows us individually. He knows exactly what we need. And this group has it all together. Take that step. Take that step. Be kind to yourself and make it happen. Don't hesitate. God will meet you where you are. I learned about doing things that I had never thought about, like this air drumming. It's so exciting. We did hikes. We learned so much about rebuilding, rebuilding and rest, rebuilding and rest. And I was put in a cabin with women who I had never met, who were the perfect people for me. Thank you, Revelation Wellness, for this opportunity. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. You just heard a little audio testimony there about our Rest and Rebuild Retreat. It is coming up again here in September, and it is filling up. Our first one that we had last year, it just blew our mind. It blew our mind. And you guys, it turns out this ministry, here's what we do. Here, you want to you wanna know our secret sauce? Here it is. We just set the table for God to show up. We're desperate for Him. We know without Him coming, nothing changes. Because when God speaks, everything changes. And then when we move our bodies, when we bring our bodies to it as well, and we talk about some of these issues of our body, when we talk about the stress or the strain or the pain or the celebration or the connection, whatever it is, it's happening in your body. Life is being lived out in the theater of your body. And Rest and Rebuild invites people to talk about the whole picture, to embody the whole gospel in you. So if this excites you at all, swipe up on the show notes, learn more about Rest and Rebuild. It will be happening in Lake Geneva, Minnesota, September 13th through the 16th. And it is filling up and it will sell out. So check it out and see if that's something that excites you. Today, I'm bringing you a conversation that I had with Megan Moore. She is our outdoor, our Revelation Wild, Rev Wild Outdoor Coordinator. So maybe you heard a few weeks back, we launched 
for the first time public facing Rev Wild. It's our outdoor leadership where we train people, encourage, teach, train them to take people outdoors to encounter the presence of God so they might know who they are and what they're living for. And we're gonna to come to you today and just share some very, very simple things that we know to be true. Neuroscience, behavioral medicine is proving how the outdoors has a way of healing us uniquely and simply. It's so powerful, you guys. I pray, I know a lot of you do revving the words in your outdoors. I hope that this inspires you to find more spots and slots in your day to take in the outdoors. And how about this? Someone right now is pushing your grocery cart from the front, <laughs> from the front doors of the grocery store to your car. How about just look around Observe and take some things in and notice the beauty that is all around you. It's another way of giving God praise and thanksgiving and bonus. Your brain really likes that. It's a treat for your brain when you become aware of your surroundings and of a God who loves you. All right, you guys, be blessed. Swipe up, get the show notes, and come on over to the official community, Revelation Wellness community page. We're hanging out over there talking all these things. Talk to you guys soon. Peace. I am here with our RevWell coordinator, Megan Moore. Um, this is a topic that we've been wanting to talk about for quite some time, knowing that this was coming with the launch of our new program called Rev Wild. If you're not sure what that is, we'll tell you more about it in a bit. But um, let's first just talk about the outdoors and the healing properties that we find outdoors. So let me just tell you this as, my, as what I've been learning that you guys, there is a big difference between just moving our bodies and going on the treadmill and all those things. But what happens when you go outdoors? And that's for such a time as this that Rev Wild has been brought onto the scene. All right, so here's what happened, you guys. About six years ago, no, gosh, let's see, nine years ago, the Revelation Wellness uh, Ministry started at about year one, so eight years ago. I don't know. I got to be in my bonnet one day and decided to take some local friends down to the Grand Canyon where we did a day hike, just a day hike down the south wall, kind of towards the river of the Colorado and then back out. But the beautiful part about it is we made it very intentional. Like we're not just going to go hike because Rev Fit was already, Revelation Wellness was starting to kind of get into the seed of everyone in my community of like, we really like this. We like coming together and we like having it be about more. Um, and so when we went to go hike the Grand Canyon, we thought, let's be intentional here too. Why not be intentional here? And that hike just was powerful. So powerful in so many ways, especially being in the Grand Canyon, which you're this big in the Grand Canyon with your really big problems that you think you have or your heartaches or whatever. And God just shifted me and my six other friends in that hike. And I got a vision and knew the Lord said, you're going to bring more people back here. And I am not a hiker. So let me first just say to people, I'm not like an outdoorsy person. I haven't camped. When we launched Rev Wild, I knew we were doing it because we wanted, there are people that really come alive in the outdoors. You take your body outdoors. You're just the physical act of going outdoors is more, it's a challenge in itself. You don't have to go outdoors and then go work out each day. Just being outdoors is a workout in some capacity. You're gathering wood. You're going to find things. You're going to get water clean, whatever it is. It's so active. And that's kind of what we were always meant for. That lifestyle of the garden was what we were meant for. But we've gotten so sedentary. So when we did this program, I said, listen, team, I can write all the curriculum about 
community and challenge and how we facilitate uh, the, the encountering of God in the outdoors. Because I feel like I know how to facilitate presence in places. But I said, I ain't known. I don't know how to pack a bag. <laughs> I don't know how to set up a tent. I don't know how to cook food, clean water. I know nothing. So I am your person that if I don't understand this program as we're going yeah. through, it's not ready. And so last year, we, after eight years of kind of having the vision, Rem to Rim, if you ever know Rem to Rim, you guys, we, it's wonderful, beautiful. We mm -hmm. saw that it was doing great things and we thought we need to do more of this. And there are people that want to take other people into their own Rim to Him experience or their mm -hmm. own backyard um, adventure. So that's why we thought, well, let's do some leadership. So last year we launched it, a beta test with about 50 people, was it? Yeah, we had 33 people in squad one. Those were our hikers. And then we had from a leadership standpoint, oh, there were what, six or eight of us there. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, close to 50. And it was exactly what I thought it would be is like, oh, the Lord showed up. The Lord mm -hmm. showed up again. Our mission statement of Rev Wild is taking people outdoors to encounter the presence of God that they might know who they are and what they're living for. So Megan, tell me how Rev Wild has lived up to that mission statement. Oh my goodness. What a great question. Um, you know, it's fun. I don't, I mean, I don't know if people saw Troy Canfield's, uh, mm. Instagram and we, I know we post it again, um, through us as well, but to me, I think that is living up to that mission statement and listening to those kids, like yeah. just starting to hear some of the kids, right. Come through mm -hmm. on the debrief, mm -hmm. um, that those were the moments I think, as I look back for Rev Wilds, um, especially on that expedition, when we got out there with our folks and we circled up, we grouped up, we asked, we could ask tough questions. It's mm -hmm. amazing how when you're out there, uh, that community gets fostered yeah. so fast, so yeah. fast. Yeah. Um, and people feel good about being vulnerable with one another. And so we could ask some pretty deep questions. Yeah. Uh, and folks were honest, they were real, they were authentic. And I think uh, really learning things about themselves that maybe they didn't, they didn't know, uh, yeah. but more importantly, learning about him and how he sees them. And just, yeah. it was, that was the coolest thing I think I, for me out there. I, I promise you, I think there's something about a campfire. Oh yeah. And that was, a, that was actually a, um, I knew we have to have a campfire. I mm -hmm. knew that I knew we actually initially, when we beta tested this one of the first times, we were in a no burn place where they wouldn't let us have campfires. Um, and I it just, I said, I don't know if we got to have a fire. There's something about, I mean, we know that too, the presence of God, the fire by night, the cloud by day. And when people get around a fire and the phones being down, there's no distraction. Things move fast and they get real and they get, um, they just, it moves faster. Like you said, and we see things happen. So what do you know about outdoor, like wilderness? What has the outdoors been teaching you about even mental health and well-being and how it can foster oh, something man. that can't happen indoors? Yeah. You know, it's interesting, like any of the studies that you look at, it's funny that science kind of comes behind what we already know to be true, right? Yeah. So like things that so we good. just innately, the spirit has put in us, God put this in us. We know to get outside. We know that 
a 15 minute walk outside can clear our minds. Come on. And so what's interesting about it is as we go and do this, the science is just catching up with all the things that we knew to be true, right? And so um, it's interesting to see, you know, when we think about, uh, there was a study, the EPA did a study a couple years back that Americans, the average American spends 93% of their time indoors. Can you believe that? 93% of their time indoors. And so we do feel something, right? When we step outside, because when Mm. you think about that, 93% Mm. of your time is in an environment. Mm. As soon as you shift your environment, you feel something different. Mm. Um, And that happens fast. So I Mm -hmm. think uh, for me, it's just that awareness of, goodness, we've got to get more intentional about getting out doors. Um, and then all these things follow and come along. There, There's research now around, um, as you talked about, mental health, right? So we talk mm-hmm. about anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. uh, ADHD. There's studies that um, are coming out that are talking about kids who uh, struggle with ADHD when they get out into a natural environment, a park-type setting, uh, and they play they can come back in and focus better, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that's something. That's big. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think it's just for me, what I'm learning is it's stuff that God, I mean, God just created us this way, right? Yeah, we think yeah. about it and the science is just now catching up with it because we've yeah. gotten curious enough as people to go, I wonder why that works. Yeah, right? that's so good. And yeah. I think stuff like we have we've used technology and all these blessings of mm-hmm. modern industrial living, you know, all these mm-hmm. things. It's, we see it happen with our food, right? Praise mm-hmm. God that we understand it. We have started to learn about canning our food and freezing yep. our food. That's a kind thing of God to go here. We need to help you out. Like we can get through yeah. these feast or famine places, but then we started to learn more of like, well, that works. And it really starts to happen where we think we can be more efficient or make more money from something. Then we start to taint it. And then we get locked inside of a pattern that we go, I don't even know any other way out. This is what I do. I work in a cubicle every day. I commute every day, whatever it is. And I love that the outdoors, everyone is free. Like it's right here. You have Mm -hmm. it. And that's why there are many places, even in the United States, where you get urban development they demand you have to have a green space within so much area because they know without that green space that the mental issues, the crime rates go up, that people don't have a place to, whether it's kids to play or just people to sit under a tree. You cannot remove the um, natural environment for the supernatural thing that God wants to do inside of it. It's that creator God meeting us in creation. And that's, that's powerful. I, I have a couple of quotes that I read. I've just been fascinated. This is actually called what Rev Wild is called and psychologists will call it and sociologists are calling it um, behavioral uh, study, anyone with behavioral medicine. It's called green exercise. So whenever you go outside, that's a different form of exercise called a green exercise. And psychologists, um, within, they say within the first five minutes of any physical activity in nature, people report major shifts in mood and outlook. Importantly, they don't just feel better, they feel different. Somehow both distance from problems of everyday life and are more connected to life itself. <clears throat> I know for a fact, and I, I, if you guys have been listening to the podcast, and actually I hope you have been, 
um, we really get you to be aware, to have awareness, right? Because nothing changes. Self-transformation, self-awareness precedes transformation. I cannot change what I'm not aware of. So many of us live our day unaware of how stressed out we are, how disconnected we feel to others, um, how short of breath we are. Like we mm-hmm. haven't, we have not connected back to ourselves. So we try to get you back to be aware of what's going on. But when you go outside, there's a, it's kind of, it, it's like turning on a spotlight for awareness because you now become a smaller piece of the bigger creation puzzle, yeah. which then gives you a place of grounding. There's actually people mm. that they say taking your shoes off and walking on the grass is actually magnetic pool of the earth that actually makes you just feel mm. better. You're feeling the earth underneath you. And like you said, this is all stuff that God's put in creation. We've just gotten kind of busy doing other things and fast. Mm. We don't have time for that. But I know that one of the this happened to my daughter. My daughter really um, battles in and out of anxiety. Just, and this is big for a lot of kids right now. That's why seeing um, seeing Troy take these kids mm-hmm. outdoors. That's why we need leaders to take kids outdoors, to take parents yep. outdoors, take yep. families outdoors. They don't know what they're missing. And honestly, we know we have millennials now. They don't even. They don't. They're actually paying to learn how to thread a needle and sew because no one's ever taught them these basic mm-hmm. things, how to clean, um, like myself, how do I boil water? How do would I start a fire if I didn't have matches? Like what, how do, how do I do this? How do I um, pack a pack or set up a tent? Mm-hmm. Things like that we've never learned. So when we go outside, you can actually just begin to sit, breathe, and become mm-hmm. aware. Like you can do this Right now, if you're in your cubicle environment, you're stressed out at work, just go outside. So my daughter was having a moment. She was anxious about a new group of people that she was going to be meeting, some peers, social anxiety, just kind of. And and you know what? In that, we start telling ourselves stories. Like that's what anxiety does. It keeps you in your head. When we breathe and get outdoors, we sink into our bodies. But our heads just keep ruminating. So she was having this moment of just talking in circles. And I heard the Lord. This was while we were writing Rev Wild Curriculum and kind of tightening it up. I, I as a mom, I want to grab her and be like, stop it. You know, like, yeah. just yeah. get a grip. Like your, your head's in a crazy. And I, I, I know that's not going to help. Nobody calms down by being told to calm down. Nobody, right? right? But in the history of calming down, never happens. So I said to her, I just felt like I said, hey, Sophia. Why don't you go for a walk? And it was kind of night. It was nighttime out. And so the mom in me was a little afraid of like, well, she can't go out by herself. Uh, but then yeah. I'm like, you know what? She's fine. She'll be fine. Mm-hmm. It's around the block. She's a grown woman. She mm-hmm. needs to get fresh air. I said, why don't you just go for a walk? Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that it was nighttime a little bit and she was just over herself. She went for a walk. She came back about 10 minutes later, you guys. And I'm, this was a pivotal point for her. She came in. She goes, I feel better. Yeah. I was, I was overreacting. Oh. I, this is just distortion mom. And okay, I'm going. And she went that mm-hmm. night and it was fun. So now we try to find those places of mm-hmm. rhythms of just go outside. So imagine how something like Rev Wild or just taking people outdoors, feeling more confident yourself outdoors could be such a ministry to those who are, who are hurting. 
Oh man, I love it. And you're dead on. Again, we, when we're inside, we ruminate with those thoughts. Like Mm. they just circle and come into our head and there is something. And again, uh, there's a great study out there that actually shows they measured with it. They looked within the brain Mm -hmm. and the Mm -hmm. part of the brain that's connected to all that anxiety, just getting outside, it shuts that stuff down. Mm. It's amazing to me. So Mm. you're absolutely right. Getting out and going for a walk, just breathing in fresh air and Mm. allowing, um, I read a quote and it said, the quote was, uh, nature is not demanding, right? When we think about all the things that we're faced with in terms of the emails, the pressures, the uh, social media, all that kind of stuff. There's demands placed, whether we place them on ourselves, Amen. right? Or we have external people placing those on us. But when you get outside, nature's not demanding something from us. And so it's That's a good. beautiful space to just, Oof, That right? is so Breathe. good. That's so yeah. good, right? Because a treadmill seems to yeah. demand something of me. Yes. Oh, my RPMs are slowing down. Oh, I need 20 more minutes. Oh, I, you know, it's like, it's so yes. measured. That's why just going outdoors mm-hmm. and even like people that run or hike, mm-hmm. I understand hiking if you, you know, don't want to get lost, but never going for measurement, like just yeah. go out because nature is kind. Here's another, I, I want to just share another study that I, I'm here to encourage people that feel stuck in your heads. And yes. I know this is, these are our people. This is yep. what Revelation Wellness exists because you don't have a body issue. You have a thought mm-hmm. issue. You have a mind that feels disconnected and God gives us a renewed mind. He says, don't yeah. transform or be transformed with a renewed mind. And then the body will do what it's going to do. So there was a study done in Seoul, Korea where middle-aged adults were being treated for depression. They were told every day before their session for 30 days to go for a 30-minute walk before they met with their therapist. Now, again, these are people in an institution for clinical depression. Like if they're not being watched, they could do something life-altering. And so these are people uh, institutionalized, and they start to give a 30-minute walk out into the trees, and then they would meet with their therapist. Of those who met with their therapist, they were three times the the rate of the other people were able to um, get better. They were three times faster, and they they checked out. And I think there's actually 61% of the forest walkers were in remission and checked out three times faster than the other people. Yep. So that's, that's where it's like, this says something. I mean, you know, we can pay. And then that's where I go, you guys revving the word is another one. Like get outside, go walk into the path, walk outdoors, Mm -hmm. hear the word of God. I mean, we're saving you all, all Mm -hmm. this behavioral therapy. Not that there's anything wrong with that. There's definitely a place for that. But if you're missing the things, like you said, God put in us, like these are already just soul tied in truths mm-hmm. for us mm-hmm. to come back to a nature, a natural place, a kind place, reconnecting back into the garden. Um, I often say that there's a garden inside of me that connects with a garden around me. That's and right. if I don't take breaks to go water that garden throughout the day, then I'm in danger zone. Yeah, that's right. We have some people that are on the in the uh, rim to, or in the group that have done rim to rim, life changing. So yes. thankful. Yeah, nature is not demanding. Truth bomb, so good. And then yeah. we have some people. Platoon twenty four are giving some shout outs. That's so, what awesome. would you want people to know who are, if they were considering going through Rev Wild training? You are not disqualified. 
I think mm. that's the number one thing that I would want people to know. You are absolutely not disqualified. Um, I can remember when uh, coming coming into this. I mean, you had talked a little bit about you had not gone camping. You had yeah. not packed a pack. You had not right. Yeah. Um, I was the same way. I was the same way. I'd gone backpacking one time uh, out west when I was in college. And just had the opportunity to do it. But coming into this, um, I had not done that either. And I think there's so many things that we can tell ourselves, especially when it comes to the outdoors, because there are perceived risk, right, of getting yeah. outside. We um, just get nervous and anxious yeah. about what's yeah. it going to be like? Well, what do I can't plan? I can't control. I can't control mm-hmm. the weather. Mm-hmm. What do I do? Right. Mm-hmm. Um and so we start to kind of get nervous and we start to disqualify ourselves a little bit. And that I think would be mm-hmm. the number one thing. You are absolutely not disqualified. Uh, there's not like a, you don't need a, a mountain that you're hiking every week. You don't need a, mm-hmm. you know, I camped every weekend as a kid kind of a thing. Uh, come. It really is. If you feel what we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. When you step outside, you can't help but uh, feel something move or shift or change or recognize yeah. the Lord in it. Yeah. Um, then this is for you. This yeah, is it's called for you. And here's the other thing we all want you to know too is that we train you. Wait, let me yes. back it up. Let me back it up before we get to the training thing. We are not training bear grills, people here, guys. Amen. We are not training you to be a um, a guide. Like you're not gonna like be. A, it's just like you're Joe and Susie who are going to access the national parks, mm-hmm. trailed places, things that are available to us as U.S. citizens and taxpayers, yeah. that we can actually go take advantage of them and invite other people out to encounter the presence of God so that they might know themselves more and go back changed. And that, that yeah. is definitely a shift. I know you can, you, know, you can take a lot of different outdoor leadership things are out there, but this one is about... Um, about really making it intentional, about looking for God. And here, here's the other thing. It's not churchy. You don't have to, like a lot of people, they do this over an instructor training. They're like, oh my gosh, I don't preach the gospel or I don't. You just have to like take time for loving God and loving people. Loving God yeah. can look like just checking in with people around a campfire. And because mm-hmm. like we said, the things come down fast in the outdoors. It moves fast in the outdoors more than if you were, you know, having a Bible study in your backyard or at your dining room table. Those are great too, but this one will get people because you're already outside of your comfort zone. So loving God just looks like being who you are as a lover of God and taking people outdoors and speaking life over them and hopefulness and and lifting each other up around a campfire. Mm -hmm. Those basic things, you guys, they can go deep. So that's Mm -hmm. the one thing we want you to know is that you're not um, going to be scaling Kilimanjaro and taking people on extreme adventures. You're not teaching them to do rim to rim. That's a whole different thing that we train specifically for, for those people that feel called to that. You just feel like a night or two out in the outdoors could be a lovely reset for yourself and for others. Um, The other things is that we do train you, but why don't you explain the training and then what it accumulates in and how we prepare them for that. Yeah. So training, um, I think you, you've started to touch on one aspect of the training. So certainly there's biblical leadership principles that we're going to train you to. Um, and those just coming right alongside or marrying right up with some of the practical outdoor skills. So, um, those hard skills that we think of in terms of, and, and Alisa, you started sharing, you know, Hey, I didn't know how to pack a pack or what to bring. We're going to touch mm-hmm. on gear, right? I don't mm-hmm. know maybe where to go or how to kind of plan or navigate through trails or what might yeah. be good. Tra- or- 
our trip trip planning. That's right. Planning how to plan for a trip. Mm -hmm. That's right. Um, Nutrition. What do I need to eat or plan for when I'm out there? How much you know? Water am I drinking? What's how do we filter water, right? We mm-hmm. even think about in terms mm-hmm. of getting our hands around understanding how to filter water, what's good water to, you know, use that for or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of the nutrition stuff, um, we do some physical training, some mobility. So understanding what it takes if I'm going to climb, you know, a certain distance or a certain amount of elevation, we're going to help you understand from a physical standpoint how to prepare or best plan for that and how to get your folks best prepared for that, right? That's Our good. ultimate hope is that you're going to go back and and share this within mm-hmm. your communities, even if it's within – this is the other thing I loved about Troy's post. He put on there uh, a picture of his family, and I got to tell you, that is the ultimate thing for me. I agree. When, yeah, folks go back and they just – Look at their kids and they're like, let's get outside. Let's do this. I, agree. I feel comfortable now to start a fire. I know how to start a fire. Amen. Let's get out and go do it. And so um, that that is I do feel really I can interject and I do feel mm-hmm. as part of the vision for what God's doing. Again, mm-hmm. I'm we're just listening, following where he's going. And again, I am not an outdoor girl, but I can feel <laughs> him saying, although I love the outdoors. I just want to yeah. come back to my bed usually. But <laughs> I did love, I do love a risk. I do love like, let me just see what happens if, and if I'm under good leadership, then even better Then I feel like, okay, I'm going to be fine. It's going to be great. It's going to be a good adventure. But I've had that vision too of really husbands, wives, children, and maybe even girl, you know, friends, like just pods of community, pods of people, but family specifically, because everything starts from the family in the beginning, God created Male and female in my image, a son and a daughter. And that was in a garden space. And they were completely reliant upon the breath of God and were told, you have dominion and subdue the earth. Work it and make good of it. And there's something I feel like God's trying to get us back to that very beginning place. He's not asking us to, you know, sell the house and go live off the grid and, you know, grow your own food. Although some people feel very passionate about that, but we should have a sense in that of we, we'd be okay there. We can do without Netflix. We can do without Google. We can do without Facebook. We just need each other and God, God come and come meet us around this little campfire or this, or these hmm. hot dogs on a grill, whatever it is, <laughs> yeah. that I think God just, he wants something simple, the simple gospel. That's really what Rev Wild is looking to do, is simple gospel. So they would go through nine weeks of online yeah. training, right? Explain that a little bit. That's what- right, yep. So nine weeks uh, of training, There's um, we use the Christian Outdoor Leadership book. So that's kind of our supplemental reading. Um, you're going to have videos, Elisa's teaching, right? Leadership skills. Um, and then we come together as a community each week over Zoom. Uh, we use mm-hmm. Zoom conferencing. And that is a big piece too, just in terms of coming together. Mm-hmm. Um, but you will also have videos on practical skills. So all of those skills that kind of we touched on, you're going to be learning as you go um, from, we've got a team, a leadership team. Uh, there's five of us on that team that kind of walk through those hard skills. 
And then once our nine weeks is over, we come together um, in Colorado. And so we just all, man, it's amazing what happens at the Denver airport. That place is going to become holy for us, I think, because Mm -hmm. we just, it's like, it's like family, right? Mm -hmm. After that nine weeks of coming together and then we get to see each other. Um, And we head out, we work with an outfitter uh, Mm -hmm. out in Buena Vista, Colorado. And And they're called, they're called Noah's Ark, right? Noah's Ark. That's right. You guys can even look that up and just see. Noah's Ark, where who they are? They, they are. I love uh, the the founder of that organization. Yeah, he's a lover of God, and he really yeah. goes. This this is his thing. He's been doing it for gosh, like forty years or something. Yeah. Just getting people and groups to get out there, and that he knows they'll come back changed. Yeah. And I got to tell, I mean, just tip my hat to the guides that we had on that last trip, and the guides that work for Noah's Ark. So they come along with us on the trip. They are amazing. Just amazing. I think we learn more from them, not just from a hard skill standpoint, right? But just about the love of God and their faith. Yeah. Um, And so that is just another cool aspect of coming out with us uh, on that expedition. And so then we get to put all those skills into practice, right? So we get to build a fire, we get to boil water, we get to, you get to test out the stove and the cooking equipment and all that kind of good stuff. So you don't feel like you're, um, you know, didn't get a chance to kind of do that. So yeah, we give you yep. hands on skills. We, we move away and let you figure out and, you know, work with it and fumble a yeah. bit, but that's the whole thing. It's really, you know, much like our instructor trainers of those of you who are fitness teacher, gospel preachers, you learn and then you apply. And that's mm-hmm. really what we do. Nine weeks of some learning and go out and apply it. And by the way, we have lovingly named the Rev Wild community. Uh, we have fitness teacher gospel preachers, and these are Rev Wild communities are um, tree huggers, Jesus lovers. So that's <laughs> what we're going with. <laughs> I'm like, I'll take it. So yes, yeah, so we totally prepare. And again, for that five-day trip, we do get you to train and yeah. you'll, you know, because you will have a pack that you'll yeah. have to wait and train. And But I can tell you this, if you are of... Um, Good health, standing health right now. A doctor can clear you. You can train for this. It is a slow and steady climb. This is not a fast. This is nothing to do with pay or timing. If anything, right. it's a nice and steady pace. Um, for some people, if you train fast, you're going to be frustrated. The whole point is to slow down, take steps with your pack, stable foot. Because it's a pretty, you know, you got a sizable thing. You're also, everyone divvies up in the community. We divvy up all the the food and the gear for the campground. So you're carrying not only your weight, but a little bit more, which we train you for. Um, and the, be- it's the beauty of Colorado, the mountains, the lakes, the things that we saw up there, amazing. And one more thing we'd like you to know, we also put you into different groups where there's an easier terrain or hike for people that are like, you know, they have, they've had to move at a slower pace, not too much distance. Uh, we'll get you there. If you're somebody who's like, you've been doing well, you've been doing this a while and you're ready to go, you want a, a bigger uh, challenge. So we try to appropriately get you. We don't just throw you all into one thing. We really try to think about individual needs because again, you might, you're, everyone's going to look different how you're yeah. going to put this into um, practice when you get back home. So we want to try and foster what is real life for you. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But I do, I mean, I do want to highlight, we are not, this is not us going out to Colorado to, you know, scale or peak a 14er. Um, and I, and I do love the fact that it slows down some folks that are like, but that's what I, that's what I want to do. Yes. And amen. Go and do that. But for this, this is a time to really slow down and hear from the Lord. So big into, um, 
yeah, just being able to take that pace slower and seeing what goodness he has for us in that. That is so good. Yeah. So we've got people saying excited to be a tree hugger, Jesus lover. That's yes, right. yes, Come yes. On. And uh, people just telling each other, tagging. Yeah, so tag a friend yeah. who's back in this community page. I think we wanted to do something kind of in, just informal. You've seen the video. We have the landing page. I'll come back up and put it in the post if you haven't gone and downloaded a packet. Um, it's been, we've had a lot of people interested. We have, we're looking to fill 50 spots for this squad two. Um, and we can go up a little bit more if you guys see fit or if you all get it, get in in time. But we would say don't delay. It starts on June 3rd, correct? That's right. Yes, it Tra does. Training starts June 3rd. Starts. And then the five day in Colorado is, do you know those dates? August 9th through the 14th. Okay, August 9th yeah. through the 4th. It's beautiful too, you guys. It's, it's gorgeous. It's just perfect time of year. They're, it's not so late that we might hit snow risk. Mm -mm. It's cooling down. Mm -hmm. It really is a, really one of the most beautiful times. I'm thinking I want to go back, but then <laughs> my schedule is so packed. I, I went last year and it was delightful. Truly, what it truly was. And it was able from, and I'll say this. So some of you might be like, what's, what would you say the difference is from instructor training as a fitness teacher, gospel preacher to Rev Wild, yeah. tree hugger, Jesus lover. I would say, honestly, the very, the big difference is instructor training feels more like you come alone in a sense. You've got to come mm. to do your own work. Um, and we do it alone together because there's, you know, 100 other people, 200 mm -hmm. people there. So it's kind of God doing the thing with you. Rev Wild feels really about the healing and the power of it comes mm. in community. It comes because you're moving together. You have yeah. to work together. You don't get the modern conveniences that you get even up at a beautiful right. retreat camp. We, you know, we get some, there's a little of some inconvenience for people, but it's not much. So this, what it does is because we're kind of so exposed uniquely, we have to kind of corporately work together. Things move faster in a way because it is outdoors. There's no distractions. Like we, an instructor training it's its own special thing that the Lord does as you are pretty active going from session to session. And that does its own thing to kind of break down some walls so that the Lord can do what he's going to do. But just going outside, it's a whole different quiet. It's kind of like when Elijah goes out and he hears from the Lord and it's not in the big boom. It's not in the big right. huzzah. It's in a silent whisper and so they're both just as profound, but there's, they're different. They can't, I can't, which I was really, I was kind of like, this is not the same. And then, and then I realized it's not supposed to be the same. Oh, that's okay. It's supposed to be this. Oh. And so I, that's kind of like, I want to go back and do it again. Yeah. Now that I know what the, you know, I, I, yeah. God will show up uniquely for each person, but I understand now the essence of what's going to happen. So anyways, I, we hope this encourages you guys. Um, any questions, put them right now in the chat because we're going to wrap up. But if you have any questions that we can specifically answer about um, Rev Wild training, we're happy to do that. But again, June 3rd is when we kick it off. So it's a, a good time right now. If you download a packet, we encourage you to have a phone call conversation mm -hmm. with an enrollment advisor. They're just someone there to honestly, the only, you want them to pray for you. That's it. They'll, yes. they love, they live to just make a phone call and have you pick up so they can pray for you. Yeah. 
especially if, you know, if you're already a fitness teacher, gospel preacher, that's awesome. And you feel like diversifying, but I know there are people in this revelation wellness community at large that fitness is not, you know, you, you move your body, but you're like, I don't see myself leading other people, but you see yourself taking other people outdoors. I know that because God wouldn't have had us build this if he wasn't preparing for you to come. So don't sit, don't delay, have the conversation. Even if it's not in this season, at least get the seed planted for when God wants to do it. So we have a, I am so drawn to this, but I literally have a shirt that says indoorsy. (laughs) That's exactly, I get you girl. Like I understand that, but why? Yeah. You're like, why am I so drawn to this? That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That listen to that and see, see what God might be doing. I am with you. I love it. The best part about going outdoors for me, well, there's a lot of best parts, but one of the great, you know what I'm going to say, the great moment (laughs) is coming back and taking a shower. There's nothing like it. It's really one of my favorite things. And you know, you all do this where you go a few days without washing your hair or something. You're like, oh my gosh, this is the best shower ever. (laughs) Thank you, God, for hot water. Thank you for shampoo. Thank you for a toothbrush that motor turns it. It's it really. And a lot of people said that they're like, man, yes, it makes you grateful. And it's not like we have to suffer to be grateful, but there Mm -mm. is something about discomfort and tension and getting into intentional tension that then you're awake. This is why people that get you know, cancer or things that are really tough. It changes yeah. their life for eternal, like forever. Yeah. Well, for us, at least it's a reset for a good yeah. amount of time until, you know, you know what? I'm getting grumbly again. I'm getting complaining again. I need to get out and put my phone down and get out with the Lord because he'll do what he does quickly. Yeah, that's right. Okay. All right, you guys. Well, we hope this blessed you. Thank you, Megan, for coming yeah, and hanging out with you. me today. You guys can all be up on that mountaintop with Megan come August. That's so. Right. You are no, in no better hands. I'm telling you, she is amazing and meant for this. Her team is amazing. Our team, yeah, our outdoor leaders team. are amazing. Um, servant leaders, if I've ever known them to be, mm-hmm. just really in love with God and people. So I hope we get to see you in this community. All right, you guys. Thanks for hanging out. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.